Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Steven and Mike. Good morning, everybody. Obviously, Michael forgot to hit the do not loop button. <laughs> I hate that button. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. I am your co-host, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with the one, the only, Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in geekdom land. Okay, everybody, we've got a splendorific episode for you because we have a one most spectacular guest with us. Uh, Michael, would you please introduce the man himself? We have the collecting Star Wars collecting guru and baseball fanatic himself, Mr. Chris Mott. Welcome, Chris. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show again. You guys... Uh, I, I love the intro for the show. I need to up my game and do some video for my tale. And I love being on the show because it's a morning show and I get to enjoy it with a cup of coffee, you know. All right. right podcast show. Because it's much more better. Oh, cheers. much more better. We all cheers. Much more better. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Uh, cheers. Yes. That's Chris, our drinking really game, Chris. That, just, that is okay. That is okay with me, man, because I am under the weather, so I am not doing any drinking when I am under the weather. Uh, but I, <laughs> the coffee even uh, slows the coffee consumption even slows down a little bit. Uh, so you're telling me you don't have any Irish cream in your coffee, then? I don't. No, that that is what you want to believe. That is my ammo, <laughs> if you will. Uh, I consider myself more of a Frank Sinatra though than a Dean Martin because everybody thought Dean was the big drinker. Because that was just how he perceived himself. But as we know, Frank was the real drinker of the Rat Pack. I consider myself <laughs> a little bit of it too, right? With the image, but the reality. But no, there is no, this is just black flavored coffee. Black, this is not, uh, <laughs> my coffee is what I'm drinking. I love your mug, by the way. That's an awesome uh, mug. You. Hey, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. We are getting closer. So, uh, big Ranching Bass fan. Big, big, big Christmas junkie. Right um, on. So, hey, Michael, I, I am uh, thankful for you for uh, giving me your two cents, your opinion, because for the uh, Patreon portion of mocktails from the cantina. Oh, yeah. I let you guys chime in, and I put up three of my trees in one room. That is just in one room, mind you. And I am going to go original trilogy in that nice. in that room. So thank you for your input on that. So, yeah, Chris put up last night on his Patreon page that – uh he was trying to decide how he was going to decorate his, his Christmas trees. And, he, you know, he wanted to th make a theme for them. And I voted for all original trilogies. So do one Star Wars, do one Empire and one Return. That nice. was my vote. It looks like uh, most people that voted voted. Yeah, the yeah you, you opened the floodgate on that because you were the first one answered. Everybody's like, yeah, original trilogy all the way. So uh, because I, I, I just have Star Wars fever, you know, with Andor and you know, with I'm coming up on my 100th podcast episode for Mocktails. I think we've done like 90 live shows. Nice. Um, or 90 shows in general. 
So I just have Star Wars fever, and I decided, you know what? I am not going to do the baseball-themed room this year. I'm just going to make it all Star Wars. So that'll be the original trilogy Christmas room, if you will. Well, now, could that be because your Tampa Bay Rays just didn't do? No, you know what? I I think the reason why, in in short, was I, I got so tied up with Star Wars this year. I uh, that my my baseball fandom was kind of on the back burner for the first time in like 15 baseball seasons. Yeah, that's crazy for you. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really really is. So, you know, I mean, I I've, I've been a, a hardcore Star Wars fan like every minute of my life since 1992, uh which is you know, 30 years ago. Um and baseball it kind of picked up where you know, George, you know, ended uh-huh. Revenge of the Sith and uh, for some reason this year, I just got Star Wars fever all over again, like I like I ha- had back in 2005. So, That's awesome. um, but the Rays falling flat in the postseason. Actually, you would think that might be a reason why I'm not doing baseball themed trees. But hey, mind you, I know you're a Cardinals fan. <laughs> Even when the Cubs go on a losing streak season after season, I still have a Chicago Cubs tree in my. In my oh, you're killing me. But not this year. Not this year. <laughs> no original trilogy this year. Like, just just get rid of all that cub stuff. Just, just get rid of it. Throw that out. Hey, I do have some Cardinals ornaments, believe it or not. Oh, nice. Uh, I got the mascot on my mascot tree. I have Red uh, bird? Yeah, the yeah, I, I him on the tree, and I also have a stadium seat ornament that oh, was from cool. the old Bush Stadium. Oh wow, uh, neat. Ooh. It was pressed into like a plastic ornament, and uh it's game you seat. And I'm like, wow. how cool is that? So I got that That's in my very cool. tree, along with uh, a Bush Stadium ornament as well. So I, I represent all MLB teams. I went to many games <laughs> at that stadium. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you did. <laughs> all right. So let's let's. Uh, oh wait, before we move on, Stephen needs to do the uh, do our little sponsor. Oh right, yeah, sponsorship. That's a big deal. It is. I love it. So, um, hey, everybody, uh, I want to bring up once again, each week we are talking about our sponsorship, which is with Audible. Um, with us, help us out. If you go to audibletrial.com slash two geeks, audibletrial.com slash two geeks, you get uh, 30 days free. So you get one credit towards any audiobook of your choice. Um Membership for uh, audio um, Audible is very cool. You get one credit a month. Uh, right now, I think there's $14.95 a month. You get one credit to pick from their vast, splendorific, super de duper catalog of thousands of new releases. Uh, it, genres can go from like memoirs, mysteries, thrillers, sci fi, um, wellness, business, self improvement. Um, I have over 140 titles in my personal Audible library because I love. Audiobooks, and um, I find them great while I'm working, or if I'm traveling, or even if I'm lying at the grocery store. I can listen to the uh, I can listen to my favorite audiobook of what I'm looking at right now. Now, as an Audible member, you do get to choose one title free a month from their entire catalog, so that's bestsellers and new releases. But you also get access to the Audible Plus library which is all bunches of free books 
classics and and also other genres and specific audible only ones that you can pick for free as part of that um i have the audible app which makes it really easy that i can do the uh, i can listen anywhere as i said like if i'm in line at the grocery store um but i can anywhere it goes with me so with this link audibletrial.com slash two geeks t w o g g e e k s um you get a 30 day trial for free now right now my favorite so far my favorite audiobook out of my 120 uh, especially in the sci-fi genre is ian desher's uh the Shakespeare Star Wars um, is fabulous. It's like listening to the movie all over again, but in Shakespearean theme and prose with the bard, with the minstrels, with the syllables. So good. With the iambic pentameter, the whole bit, and it's got a full cast. It's got music. You've got sound effects. Um, very much worth the listen, and uh, that is my favorite. You can pick that one up. Uh, again, just check audibletrial.com slash two geeks to check out um, Audible when you sign up you actually uh, help out the show. So we really appreciate it. And we uh, got on board with this because I love Audible. As you can tell, I have just tons and tons of audio books. So, all right. With that sponsorship, we thank you. And and Audible has our favorite podcast on it too. You can get your podcasts on there. And also, Two Geeks in a Microphone is That's also right. on Audible. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to make make sure and throw that out there. I'm glad you did. <laughs> and before we move on to the news, uh, Chris, let's let's let you tell about some of your accomplishments. You know, so our audience knows. I mean, some of our audience knows who you are, but just to make sure some may not. Right. Yeah. For those of you guys that uh, I got not to offend anybody, but if, if if you haven't heard of the Force Among Us, you might have been living under a rock for the last fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> just because I promoted now, everybody knows the first film, and not everybody knows the second film. But the second that's true. Second film I have, of course, as Ashley Eckstein in it, Jeremy Bullock in it, Robert Watts. I. They're definitely worth checking out. You can get my documentaries on Amazon. Yeah, they used to be on Prime. They used to be on Prime, but the Prime uh, channel is so fickle. Uh, I don't know why they're not on Prime anymore. I got the reality oh. shows up there for those of you that are into The Walking Dead. I got a Walking Dead documentary up there. Walkers and Among Us. Walkers Among Us. Yes, and um, aside from the film projects. Uh, follow me in a more contemporary fashion, I guess, recollecting some of the memories from yesteryear on my YouTube show, which is for free, Mocktails from the Cantina. And for those of you that don't know about that, you could check that out there. Uh, for those of you that do know about it and want to help support the show, uh, unfortunately, I do not have any sponsors. I would love it, but uh, I, my producers are the ones that make the... Uh, um, the financial situation a little bit better with the time well spent. So Mocktails is also on Patreon. Michael, I got to thank you again for your support for, uh, God, it's going to be going on two years now as well. Um, wow. So it's hard. Time just goes so, so fast. It sure does. Oh, my God. That's where you guys can check out my projects. Thank you, Chris. And Mocktails is a great show, by the way. Yeah, hey, I like that shirt you're wearing, by the way. Oh, yeah. Isn't, it, isn't that a sweet shirt? <laughs> that is a nice one. Check, check this out. I've also got some other 
mocktail swag. Oh, you can't really see it because my my green screen. Put but it in front of your face. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, we yeah, just, it doesn't we, work either. Work either. <laughs> we have swag at the at the five dollar tier. We have swag, uh, and a lot of people tell me they're like, "Wow, you give swag at you know such a low tier." Not a lot of Patreon campaigns do that, but you know, I always feel because I'm a fan creating content for the fans. I want to make sure that I give everybody uh, something that they're giving me. And it's just something cool, some support, some a, a good time, you know. Um, and that is one thing that I strive to do show after show after show, you know. Awesome. All right. With that said, we're going to move on to a little bit of geeky news. So I really only have one thing for geeky news this week. Uh, um, as far as I'm concerned, it's been a slow week, uh, you know, in the geek world anyway. But I did see something amazing, and I want to know if our buddy Chris actually experienced this or not. But I saw that um, at Disney in in uh, in Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge that they actually debuted. Boba Fett and the Mandalorian that the two characters were walking around the park. In fact, Mando even had a side pouch with Grogu, a little animatronic Grogu inside of it. And it was freaking amazing. And I know Chris, that you were out at Disney uh, last week. So I was curious if you got to experience that. You know, I, I did not, I was there on life day, uh, which would have been, if my memory serves me well, is that, November 17th is I think that so. Right? I think so. Uh, I yeah, November 17th, yes. It was on Thursday. So I did go to Hollywood Studios. Of course, Galaxy's Edge is located in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did not. And I, I have a group of friends that I'm in a chat with on Facebook Messenger. And they had asked me if they had seen the same thing. And I said, no, I did not. I saw you know, Chewbacca. I saw Kylo Ren. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw the usual suspects. <laughs> the usual suspects. <laughs> yeah, but uh, something tells me that they might have debuted in Disneyland first, if I heard the news correctly. So, oh, I don't unfortunately, know. I did not witness those characters. Um, See, yeah, I, now I saw debut. I saw video footage of them. Uh, there's There's a ton of it on YouTube right now. And to me, it looked like they were walking around Galaxy's Edge. Um, in in Disney I, I mean, World. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Oh, in Disney World. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Instead of Disneyland, it Disney yes. World. Yeah. You know, you might be right. Maybe they didn't do it over in Disney. Uh, I don't know. I don't know which one it was. Now that you yep. said that, I'm not sure. Because I know the two worlds look very, right. very similar. There's there's some uh, variants that, you know, right. were so hard for you know the fan that's only been there once to pick up um but i i think they might have debuted them in disney land at galaxy's edge first i could be wrong but unfortunately when i was there and i was there throughout the day you know i went uh in the afternoon and then i went in the evening and i did see the characters but i did not see boba fett or the mandalorian unfortunately um but i know i'll, I'll always go back there 
So right. I know and, and you'll see them in the future. I yes, guess. there's always something to look forward to next time, right? So now here's the question. So now that they've they've uh, actually introduced Mando and Boba and Grogu there, do you think that's going to open the door for other Star Wars characters outside the sequel trilogy then? I would think so, yeah. Uh, just based on Boba Fett alone, right? Yeah. Um, which I'm starting to realize that I had originally heard, and I don't know if this is... I uh, confirmed or not, uh, maybe you know, but I heard that the reason why they're not using classic characters so much is that they have to write a check to George Lucas. But I don't know how accurate that is because in the finale of Andor, we had seen Stormtroopers. Right. There was the Boba Fett show, you know, the book of Boba Fett. Uh, we're starting to see these classic characters still coming back into the contemporary world of Star Wars. So I don't know if that is maybe like an urban myth or an old, you know, an old fanboy tale that why are we not seeing as many classic characters? I, I think maybe in short is because Disney wants to create just new, new characters. You know, I, I would say if, if I was in a business deal and I was buying the rights to something, and I'm paying $4 billion, you better believe it <laughs> includes everything. everything. Right. Yes. yes, right. I agree. I agree. Yeah. For that, man. Yeah. And, 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 and Bob you? Iger wasn't stupid. Not, when he signed that deal, he, he was not stupid. So, right. Yeah, right. Or, I, I, yeah. I tend to believe that um, they have everything. You know, they, they own yeah. everything. Now, I think, I think George might get some kind of residual checks Still? Like a royalty payment. Yeah. 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 I, I think he gets some kind of royalty thing. There's some sweet deal in there for him. I but think I they think have any time that go yeah, ahead. I think if they have him come in and consult, he does. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Right. But I can't imagine paying four billion dollars for you you've bought it for four billion that there would be any more royalties off of that. Like it's a yeah. done deal at four bill. So that's that's my thought. Now, if they have him come consult. You better believe George would be like, yeah, yeah, pay up. Hey, yeah, you're gonna pay yeah, me. Job, right? He's, right. he's it's a job. At that point. That's right. Yeah, you know. you're paying. You're paying the old man on the mountain fee. You know, the guy who's been there, who created, who developed it. Yeah. Absolutely. After, Wouldn't after that be a stab off? Our, 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 our. Hey, but you know what? You did heir to the empire. <laughs> yeah, you, you did remind me of other geeky news, though. But go ahead, we'll finish oh. this one and stuff. Oh. Well, that, that's all I really got. Okay. I mean, so, so go ahead. So what do you guys think about the whole Disney shakeup this week? Like it was a week ago. Oh, yeah. Pet got out and then they asked Bob Iger to come back for two years. And he's already fired some several guys and replaced all, the whole executive team this week. Have you guys heard that? Yes. I did. Yeah. I actually heard that when I was there uh, a friend of mine uh john zancanaro uh he is a huge disney fanatic he's an aficionado okay. i don't know what it, okay he, he's kind of like us when it comes to star wars like he's one of those disney nuts and, i think i think yeah. affectionado is a good word you used i think that's a great yes. word yes, yes. <laughs> i but I, I respect that because man when i when i went to every time i go to disney i'm like i i love this franchise so much it's something that i grew up with when i was a kid in 1975 you know 
going onward. I, I was surrounded by Disney stuff back then. Sure. Um, so it's it's one of those franchises that you know. God, I, I, I'm, I'm an aficionado too, but I just not. I I am not as uh, intellectual about it as I am, like say Star Wars. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. But I I do know that my Disney aficionado friends they had said that they weren't happy with the CEO. Uh, that 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 you know was replaced just now by Bob, and then when JPEG. yeah, they they were not fans of him at all. Right. So he told me, and I kind of just knew it. He's like, "Yeah, Bob Iger's back." He's like, "This is big news. This is happy news." And I'm like, "I I know enough about it to know that the guy that they just let go was not a fan favorite." So I. Uh, Okay. I wasn't disappointed with Disney when he was in charge, but my friends had several complaints. So, you know, as an outsider kind of looking in, this is just really great news for, for Disney um, right now. Uh, so I, I'm happy about it. But at the same time, I wasn't necessarily disappointed with the last couple of years because I maybe consider myself more of a casual fan when it comes to the aficionados out there. You know, I know our friends over at RFR got to be happy because they can bring back the Bob Iger bit that they used to do. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. They had a great Bob Iger bit. That was hilarious. So I'm sure that's back. Uh, it's got right. Be. I've been, I've, I haven't been listening to him a lot lately only because um, I haven't watched Andor every single week, so I kind of been waiting and listening to them later as I watch them. So oh. yeah, I, I'm sure they've made an announcement about Iger, and and I'm sure the bits come back. <laughs> right, right, all right. Well, hey Brian, Brian's in the show. Sorry, he's in the chat. Thanks, Brian. Uh, glad you were here with us from Three Geeky Dads. Um, all right, uh, Michael, Geek are Dar. we ready for our uh, Geek Dar? Yeah, let's play our stinger. Well, you don't need that private. We're right here. Now, what is it? Now, what is it? I'm having trouble with the radar, sir. What's wrong with it? I've lost the bleeps, I've lost the sweeps, and I've lost the creeps. The what? The what? And the what? You know, the bleeps. The sweeps. And the creeps. <laughs> That's not all he's lost. <laughs> all right. All right, Mike, what's on your geek dar, my friend? Okay, so uh, like a lot of times on my geek dar would be comic books. <laughs> right on. Um, I This was on my geek dar uh, a while back, actually. And I got the last two issues of the Fantastic Four. It's kind of hard to see that one with the green screen, but right. Um, and, and let me see if I can show the other one. So these are the, okay. the Fantastic Four issues that actually came out in the '90s. They kind of reprinted this this uh, story, and it's when um, Spider-Man, the uh, Ghost Rider, Wolverine, and um, Joe Fixit Hulk, the gray version of the Hulk came together as the fantastic Four. Uh, incredible story loved it lots of fun um and then in the end you had both fantastic force come together and human torch makes this great joke he goes what do you get when you you combine the 
what what TV show do you get when you combine the two Fantastic Fours? Eight is enough. <laughs> that was a great dad joke. I loved it. Um, and then my other geek dar would be Batman versus Robin. Um, I've actually what? got the first three issues of this. And this is leading up into a big magic event, which will eventually lead to Batman getting the Dr. Fate helmet. No. Yeah. I am so excited about that. I can't wait for him to put on the Dr. Fate helmet. He's going to be freaking amazing. (laughs) So that's my geek dark. Very cool. Huh? Bat fate. (laughs) (laughs) or dr bat i don't know (laughs) right i was like i don't know whatever fake man and just kidding all right uh chris you got anything on your geek dart anything you've been reading or watching or i'm excited about well i got a couple things uh one going back to disney there is something that i was watching down in Orlando that I had recently discovered and it's maybe it's been out for a little while, but it's, it's Disney's the the Imagineer team. Okay. Documentary that's on (sighs) Disney plus. Oh, cool. And it's very much like the ILM documentary, but it's about the Disney Imagineers. And that ILM one was incredible. I love ILM one was incredible. And the Disney Imagineer one is, is equally incredible. Uh, nice. There's some really, and, and again, because I am, I'm more of a casual Disney fan than say my aficionado friends. There is just some great, great, you know, old school footage uh, and photos that they use in this thing. And it's just, I don't know. You really have an appreciation even that much more when you watch this. Um, but I, I do have some things I want to share because I have, you know, Black Friday was yesterday. I, but I got bit with the shopping bug when I was down at Disney. I picked up a couple things that I waited on. Uh, this is okay. the, the Droid Factory Advent Calendar. Oh, cool. Seven what? droids in this. Uh, seven to four. Now, this, this, thing, this thing was $79, but I got a 10% discount because I spent more than 50 and I got a Disney card. And this thing sold out online. Oh, I love uh, how it's 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 shaped like the sand crawler too. Yeah, it's awesome. like the sand crawler. It's got some Christmas lights up there. Oh, Another thing so that cool. sold out too, and this was in Galaxy's Edge, and there was like seven on the shelf, and I'm like, ah, I'll go back for it. And when I went back, they were gone. But the Funko Pop Life Day. Oh, nice! Pop <laughs> That's awesome. This we're thing's a little rare room. because this thing you can't get online. There, there was only one spot in the park. That had these. Oh wow! Um, and it was at downtown Disney Disney Springs. And then last but not least, I got I love Gentle Giant, and Gentle Giant share they, they make some really cool holiday stuff. Oh cool! This Whoa. is the it's blue tooth. and he's got it's the holiday version. There was only four hundred of these things made, and I had pre ordered this thing a year and a half ago. I I got the shipment of two that I ordered. And it was the regular one. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, I didn't want the regular one. What am I going to do with two of them? So they took the money. They they they, uh, they gave me a refund. And he's got a holiday gift there. Now, the thing is, is that 
he was supposed to be wearing a, a knit beanie. He's advertised like that in the photo, but they, because of production issues, they had to cancel that. So what makes him special oh. is the Stormtrooper snowflakes and the holiday gift. Again, these were only 400 of these were made. This is like 100 and what is this? 190. Ooh, he's going to open it. He's just looking at the number. 191. 191. <laughs> I don't want to open it because it's, I am going to open it, but I don't want to open it on the show because I want to okay. make sure there's uh, sufficient space around me. Because <laughs> I don't want this thing to drop by any means. You know? Right. Absolutely. So, yeah, Besides, you, you want to open that on your show anyway. I get it. That was a little uh, inside the wall. Cave, uh, I'm the two geeks in a microphone version. Yeah. Right. is Star Wars holiday stuff. I, I, it's getting hard to keep up though because they're making so much of it, and I've been collecting it for for years now. It's like why stop now? You know. You know the thing I really liked about that is, um, you know, they've put out a lot of the uh, Black Series holiday action figures. Yes, yeah. I, I actually I don't like those because I don't like I don't like all the Christmas colors. You know, they just completely engulf the character in christmas colors yes yes and and i like how they did that you know to where he's still wearing his classic colors but yet they give it a little holiday feel i like that better yeah it, wait a, a minute more much, subtle i guess much more better much more better <laughs> much more better cheers 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 very cheers cool very cool Dude. i like that nice all right well um on my geek dar, uh, my youngest stepson uh, Troy decided that he wanted to watch Nope, so it's on Peacock, and um, so we watched. Uh, it's my first Jordan Peele suspense thriller slash horror movie, um, and uh, I would say uh, it's really slow because it's building. The first half of it is is builds, but man, it, it once what? you realize what's happening it's really really good wait a minute wait a minute here's what? the test yes. how many steven skips oh nice zero steven no no, no that's not true. i'm sorry that's not true i apologize steven did not do any steven skips but when we first we watched it in two parts because just schedule so we uh, so it was really funny because Troy, we were sitting there watching it, and I think I already mentioned this in the show before, but we we were watching it, it kind of slow. And Troy's like, ah, "Come on, give me the aliens! I'm going to do a Steven skip." <laughs> <laughs> so we fast forwarded a few minutes and stuff, and that's the only time we did that. So it was pretty funny. But last night we watched the the second half of the movie, and we didn't. There, there was no skipping anything in it. Nice. It's really good. There are some parts that are a little confusing why it's in the movie. Some people say it's social commentary. I don't know. I think that's reading into the movie more and more. Is it worth watching? Yes, it is worth seeing. If you like that style uh, of a movie. Brian says, it's Jaws meets Close Encounters. Nice. Ooh. I okay. love both of those movies. So. That is a good depiction. I don't want to say anything else because I don't want to spoil the movie for those who have not seen it. Okay. Um, I would easily give it because that second half of the movie, I'd easily give it eight out of 10, uh, eight out of 10 horses. I, and that's because I, I don't want to say anything else because I don't want to ruin anything else and stuff. Well, I, I know that horses are involved from the 
trailer actually yes yeah from the trailer that we saw and yeah. megan and i saw the trailer when i think when we saw oh shoot halloween. yeah was it halloween yeah that's when we first saw it and and no we saw it before that because your mother was with us it was i don't remember anyway um, we saw it for halloween first and then um what was the movie we watched after that black adam yeah it was yeah. in that one too and all brenda kept saying was nope nope <laughs> yeah and and they say it in the movie and, and you're like okay that makes sense nope. yeah it's the phrase same way so yeah all right well uh yeah that's all i'm gonna say about that because i need to get into our main part of the show because yes. chris i need your help desperately <laughs> so this so, is gonna be good time for the right. main event hopefully time- i can help you it's time for the main event. Now, I know we're here, everybody, to talk about Andor with Chris. So, all right, Chris, Andor, I, I have not listened to your show because I noticed that you had it. You you talked about it recently on Mocktails, didn't you? I was supposed to do the show last night, but because I'm under the weather, uh, I postponed oh, my show. Okay, okay. Well, Ooh, this is kind of like the first time that I get a chance to talk about it. Not even on my own show, but oh, on wow, we get the, yeah. we get the premiere reaction from yeah, Chris this Mott. is a premiere reaction for okay, for sure, man. I must have, the schedule the scheduled must have popped up on my newsfeed. Then that's what it, it was. probably did. Yeah, because I I ended up postponing the show to this coming Wednesday. Okay. Um, and make it appropriate too. It's the la- not only is it the last day of the month, but it's also, you know, the the day that we should be getting another and or episode. Yeah, good but call. Obviously, we had. The I see. Yes. Finale. Right. Um, yes. So. Uh, All right. So here's what we do, Chris. We normally do like a real quick review. We give it something out of ten. You know, we give it a score out of ten, and we kind of pick something from the show to say, "Hey, I'm going to give it." X out of 10, some item out of the show or something out of the show. So um, that's kind of how we roll. And then then we kind of do no spoilers for that little miniature, very small right. overview. And then we move into spoilerific territory. So, um, so Mike uh, or Chris, if you have something you want to, what do you think our scale should be? Oh, yeah. We always pick something, uh, you know, that's related to the movie or episodes that 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 we use for our scale one out of ten. So, what would you like our scale to be for this one? We'll let you pick it. You know, I, I as far as what are we calling? Like, what is number ten? Right, right. Like instead of stars, like I give it four right. out of five stars. I give it, you know, nine out of ten. Uh, Brian Ramsey said B two EMOS. Ah, nice. Okay. But anyway, you know Chris, what, what, you go ahead. But you you pick Chris since you're the guest. Uh, you know what? I, I, I it's hard for me to <laughs> think of something that quick on the fly. We, we so got I'm you off okay. guard. Sorry. <laughs> pass it over to you guys. Okay, Mike, okay. go for it. Um, well, let's let's go with uh, B2EM Emos. I, I like that. B2 I like Emos. That. Okay. Yeah, I, I like that one too. I like that one too. Okay. So we'll All go right. with B2 Emos. All, All right. right, Mike, you go first. Then right. Chris, you go, and then I will go. All right, I have to say, um, Chris, you're you're going to be upset with me. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, I I want you to know too that I have maybe my own observation about this series, 
And I do see it from both sides. Okay. So I, I'm not going to be upset with you at all. I, I'm okay. here to listen to you. <laughs> well, I, I, I do, I'm like Steven. I do need your help with this a little bit. Um, okay. So I, I will start this off by saying, first of all, I am an avid, avid Star Wars fan. I yes. love just about everything except for the sequel trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't understand you guys that don't like the sequel trilogy because I, I personally enjoyed those. I, well, there, there are aspects I like. We'll, we'll get into that another time. <laughs> we can do a sequel That's for trilogy. Another show. That's for another yeah, we'll, we'll do the that sequel show. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, uh, and I was super, I was, okay, when this was first announced, my first thought was, eh. Okay. And then I saw the trailers and I thought, oh, this looks really intriguing. Okay, I, I'm I'm up for this. I'm excited about this. Then I watched the first three episodes and I'm going, um, and I'm not one to Steven skip, but I was wanting to Steven skip through this. <laughs> I was like, man, this is moving slow. We're talking snail's pace slow. And I did not really get into the series until halfway through the season. And I'll, I'll leave it till our spoiler area to when, when I really got into it. Okay. But there was a point where it was like, Oh, okay. This is kind of picking up now. I, I'm, I'm starting to get into it. The intrigue's a little bit better. I get it. Um, but my honest thought was, this was Star Wars trying to be Battlestar Galactica, but not as good. <laughs> really? That, yeah, yeah. Huh. And I'm talking okay. the I'm 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 not talking the original Battlestar. I'm talking the one that came out in the early 2000s that was the uh, gem of the Sci-Fi Network. Because um, I really mm -hmm. enjoyed the Battlestar series. I thought it was a great series, honestly. Um, and this really felt a lot like Battlestar just not quite as good so huh. okay on on a scale of one to ten one being the worst ten being the best of okay b2 emos i will give this a six and a half b2 emos okay so, six and a half b2 emos okay six and a half, six and all half. right okay. the second half did pick up and i did enjoy it a lot more in the second half that first half the uh, second half was much more better. Much more better. <laughs> okay. I feel so. like that's a generous uh, rating that you gave it, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, just from somebody that, you know, uh, said that it's like the other Battlestar Galactica, but not as good. Um, you know, it's funny. I, a couple of comments o overall on the entire, the entire show. Um, I, I did my, my my good friend Tyler Page sent me a link that was from the Hollywood Reporter. Okay. With Tony Gilroy. And I read it before I saw the first episode of Andor. So it kind of oh. set the tone, if you will. It set an expectation or a framework. Gotcha. Yes, because Tony Gilroy was like, I want everybody to take off their Star Wars hats. Their, their mindset that they're working on a Star Wars film needs to be set to the side. Now, is mm. that the best thing to say when you're working on a Star Wars project? Ouch. Probably not. <laughs> but I understand from a filmmaker's standpoint, he wanted to approach it much, much differently. I, I respect that as well. Um, yeah. 
So going into it, I kind of thought that way. The first episode I thought was was great. Mm-hmm. The thing that I did not like about the series, but this is kind of magic in itself. I felt like at the end there was this clim- climatic moment, and then they just they cut, they cut. We're gonna go to the next, you know, next episode. You gotta wait a week. That to <laughs> me is old fashioned TV making at its finest. I will say that the finale did not leave me on that note. It was a good old fashioned. You know what? Let's not even say good old fashioned. Let's go to The Walking Dead in its prime. Back in those first five seasons where that finale was something that you knew was going to be on a different level. (laughs) I felt like Andor season finale episode 12 was exactly that. It was like, wow. Okay, okay, this is the okay, wait, 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 wait. So would you compare it to in in my opinion Walking Dead their their best finale was the one with Negan and the baseball bat and uh what's his name? Uh gosh. Well, uh, Glenn. Yes, and Glenn. Yeah. So y- would you compare this finale to that? You know what? This th- this was better. This this was better than that. My, one of my favorite finale episodes was uh, with the governor and where Herschel dies. Yeah. Okay. That was like over the top. I'm like, oh my God, you can't really surpass that, that for a finale. Yeah, I remember that too. That was you know, a painful uh, one. It was a it was a painful one. This episode maybe was not as dramatic because you got to think about it when you know you're talking about a walking dead finale with that many seasons. The impact is gonna be a lot stronger than okay, here's 12 episodes with these new characters. Sure. You know, it, it's not going to have that kind of substance because we're not attached to these characters through more than 12 episodes max. Not even all the uh, characters were in all 12 episodes. That's true. But I was just, I was really pleased with the finale because it it felt like a finale and it felt, you know, it felt complete. If that okay. makes any sense. Okay. No, that's overall, all right. <clears throat> I would give the series overall, I would give it, I don't want to say an eight and a half. I would probably say eight. Okay. Uh, just based on, you know, the, the pace uh, is everything that George was against. Faster, more intense. We didn't <laughs> see that in Andor. Um, Right. And there's some parts, even I was thinking about some friends of mine that just gave up watching it because of the pace. My my wife, too, she's like, ah, she's like, this is my least favorite because it's just so slow. I don't understand what's <laughs> happening. I was watching the finale episode, and even the guy drinking coffee was doing it really slow. Oh, my gosh. Now, now, uh, uh, what's the cups? What's the, the brand of cups? Well, I, I know I know they call it calf, like as in caffeine, if I'm not mistaken. No, but those those actual cups in real life, what is the brand name for those cups? They're now Star Wars canon, you know, the the coffee cups, you know, the You know, I well, I, I I I don't not know. The Yetis. What was that? Yeti? Yeah. Yeti. Yeah, Yeti. Yeti, that's it. Oh, Yeti. Yeah. Okay. So now Yetis are are Star Wars canon. That's right crazy. On. They that's were funny. all they all had those Yeti coffee cups. That's all the Imperials funny. did. 
I thought that was hilarious when I saw that. I was like, oh my gosh, Yetis are now Star Wars. Star Wars can. Yeah, but I did feel like I mean, even there were some very very slow moments, but then at the same time too, it's like it makes the fast action paced moments that much more intense because it's completely night and day at the regular or I should say slower paced parts. Um, it was more of a drama than an action in my opinion. Yes. Uh, yep. You know, now here's the thing too. I, I actually lost a Patreon member because I was very, very vocal about my love and my, uh, Sat high, highly satisfied fanboy self with the Kenobi series, and people uh, were see. I love the Kenobi series. It was fantastic, I, and I, I defended that up and down. I'm like, how can you think that this is horrible? Now, if people want to say that Andor was horrible or too slow, or they get, want to give it a two star or a ten, that's their own opinion, and I'm not going to go over the top and say, you know what, I think you're crazy, because. <laughs> I think that I can see how people do not like this show. I, I, I mm-hmm. get that. Um, as far as a big fan of Rogue One, this did not necessarily satisfy my Rogue One brain because it is not the pre. You could say it's the prequel to Rogue One, but it's kind of the prequel to Andor, if you will. It um, is. Right. I think right. in right. season two, we're going to see a lot different. Sure. Uh, See, and that's what I wanted to know. I know you are such a big fan of Rogue One. In fact, you've you've stated in the past it's my favorite film. Yes, yeah, it's your favorite Star Wars, yes, which yes. just blows my mind. <laughs> as a as a Star Wars fan from way back, just like me, I'm like, how can Rogue? I, I get it. I I, I mean, sure. I get that you love Rogue One. I I think it's a great movie. I really do. But I cannot call it the best Star Wars. Yeah, and I, I didn't get that. I, I know people think I'm crazy for that, especially I was in the theater when the original trilogies were on the screen. Us too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, right? That blows my mind, dude. You know, there, there was just something super magical about Rogue One. But I don't want to get into that right now. Yeah. That's okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, another, that's another episode. But I, I will say that I did not feel this way about the Andor series. When it comes to... to all the Disney Plus TV shows, I would say Kenobi was the one that truly, truly blew my mind out of all of them. I and I, I get think I'm yes, I agree. I get the fact that people love The Mandalorian, and that's a great show, and it is. There was nothing to tinker with our fanboy headcanon to throw it off like some people were thrown off by the book of Boba Fett. Maybe Obi Wan series to that degree, but uh, I, I loved all the shows. Um, yeah. Give Andor an eight, and uh, Kenobi was my favorite. Uh, okay, Joe, first. Sure. Okay. All right, yeah. all right, all right, Stephen. All right, if you would have asked me halfway through the show what my score was, I probably would be a three or a four. Um, the wow. pacing, the pacing was killing me, but I have time structure issues. That's, <laughs> that's the Steven, Steven skip. skip. <laughs> um, you know, I'm like, okay, move it along, move it along, move it along. You know, okay. I can, if I can skip 10 seconds and I haven't missed anything, the show is too slow. So, um, or my 15 second Steven skip. I, so, I argue though, when you say that, cause sometimes I'm like, yeah, but you do miss things in <laughs> 
<laughs> that's true. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Now, um, I th- when Axis gives his speech at the end of uh, oh shoot, which episode was that? Like ten or eleven. Um, he gave his speech where the you find out who kind of the inside man is in the ISB, and he you know he takes that elevator up and there's Axis, um, the I, I can't remember his name. Careful, the, we're not in spoiler territory yet. I know, I know, but he gives this speech. That speech about sacrifice was phenomenal. It was incredible. I'm like, okay, somebody is doing some dang good writing now. After, but it took me ten episodes to get there, and um, and I began to realize at that point I was paying attention to the writing and the dialogue a little bit more, and some of it was super super slow uh, still, but I began to realize it's like playing an RPG. It is what what Gilroy has done would was create a series that you can live in. In other words, it's not your normal the the first 10 minutes of a movie you get an action sequence, then your storytelling, you know, your hero's journey, you know, let's move, you know, let's move out there changing. Oh, they have a fall, you know, kind of a thing and then they uh, then they come back and they get the, you know, they figure out how they need to win or that kind of thing. It was not that whatsoever. It was entirely 100% character driven in a world that you could live in. The detail that they put into the world was incredible when I started paying attention. Now, when you just said in a world, all of a it, sudden James Arnold Taylor came in my head in a world where, <laughs> yeah, in a world with stormtroopers and flyboys. Sorry, that was just James Arnold Taylor entering my head when you said, right? That. No, that's okay. So, um, I would say real quick, um, I was disappointed in the finale. Um, I thought, oh, you Gee, were, I wow. was in, in, um, not saying it wasn't it wasn't bad. I think I was just so anticipating so much more, um, more closure to some of the character arcs, more closure to, cause all we got from the main ISB lady. Oh, no spoilers. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, um, the, so I felt like there should have been more closure or more build up, you know, kind of thing. And the way it ended was not really kind of like, a. um, I equate it to, I guess the best cliffhanger of all time for me was, Star Trek Locutus, you know, next generation, you know, I am Locutus, you know, between season three and season four. Um, that's right next to who shot JR of the best. Oh, <laughs> You're leaving out the best of them all. It's Empire Strikes Back. Well, fair and- enough. Fair enough. What you know, what? I would equate it. I would equate it in all fairness. I would equate it to that type. Okay. Uh, my feeling at the empire end of empire strikes back. Now that you mention it was that same feeling that I got out of this one where I was like, that's it. What? what? We're, really? We're, what? We're ending already. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So oh my I give it, I give it a I'm good kick you out. <laughs> I give it a, yeah, you should probably yeah. A seven out of 10. I'd give it a good seven out of 10. Um, because when I realized i I know, right? What? Once I came to grips that this is this is a story to live in, a drama, Chris, as you said, as a drama, um, and really this is a world to live in that they've put a lot of detail into that world to create that world um, and to begin to develop these characters. 
Okay. Could they have done it in six episodes? Yeah, they could have done yeah. it in six episodes and it I would do. have been much more better. Much um, better. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Much more better. So uh, I, I I would just say that um, seven, seven out of 10 is the highest that I will go. But I, I feel okay doing that because of some of the writing, some of the interactions um, and coming to grips with this is just a, a story, not a movie. My mind or, is or blown, even a, or, or even a TV show because I agree with you, Chris. I thought Obi Wan Kenobi was I loved it. I loved Obi Wan Kenobi. And again, uh, Kenobi was six episodes. Yeah. So yes, kind of enough to leave you wanting more. Where Andor twelve episodes, okay, is that a little too much time to tell these stories of these this world where these characters are from right uh you know there there is an advantage and a disadvantage to that one we 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 know these characters a lot more um or or do we really because i feel like you know we know andor's story and we know his emotions and we know the things that he has gone through more but in the big picture is it really going to m- matter I what happens to the other <laughs> That's character? true. I That's do yeah. we even care? Do, do, do yeah, because I, I mean, think Rogue One was one of those things where it's like, okay, we got what these people went through just in yeah. this battle sequence. Uh, you know, getting the plans. I feel like that was enough to set up the the I feel like Andor is a little bit more about the evil side of the empire. But again, we had seen how evil the empire is. You, you know? know, I think you're right. I agree with that because I mean, Andor, you're thinking we're getting the beginning of the rebellion, which we saw a little bit of that. Cause you know, we get Mon Mothma. We see the, the inner workings of her trying to manipulate the council and so, or what's right, left right. of the council and so right. on and so forth, which I mean, it was okay. That was that was fine. I had no issue with that. I got a little bored with her her family story, to be honest. I don't know if I care. I, I, I really don't know if I care about her family story. And and I don't know if that's just me being, you know, a bad fan or what, but No, I, I mean I get that. You know, I mean because Revenge of the Sith is my third favorite film, I, I was I always loved anything that, you know, had Mon Mothma in it. Uh, I understand how you don't care about the family. I think it's interesting. Her, the story with her husband is the most interesting uh, relationship I've ever seen in a Star Wars movie. Between you know, I mean, it's just that's fair. Yeah, kind of like the deadbeat uh, gambler that uh, he's always like her. He's kind of he's the deadbeat gambler. You know, okay. is, is your responsibility? Is it important? Well, I, I'll Probably give you this. Not. It it w- it felt more natural than Anakin and and Padme. I'll I'll give you that. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, let, let's not make any mistake. The acting in this series, is, oh yeah, is is very 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 good. Uh, yes, with the guy that played Luthen, uh, his yeah, Luthen is so is yeah. so good. He, he's Luthen one of my- Axis. That's who I was saying was Axis. Luthen was his other name. His code name is Axis, or ISB called him Axis. Oh, when Luthen is talking to what a lot of people had rumored to be his son, I believe when he's oh. what have you lost? 
And it, when yes. he starts telling that's him, the speech, that's uh, the speech. Yeah, Sacrifice yeah, yeah. was phenomenal. That was really, really good. Yeah, th- there was a rumor in the fan community that that was, and I heard this from Jimmy Mack himself, that he thought that that was Luton's. But we don't, we, we never see him after that moment. We don't see him, right? That's true. It's That's weird. True. Yeah. So even going back to what you had said, you had thought that the finale should have been more of a closure on some of these character arcs arcs um, yeah i i we we did not see that i i, I will not uh I, I will not deny that by any means kind of yeah. left us hanging that way yeah there was so luthan uh, i i think luthan was the best actor i mean that's mickelson is he the dad is that the is he one of the mickelsons i can't remember his name now when you say mickelson i'm thinking of ben from rogue one no, that's uh, Mendelssohn. Uh, Mendelssohn. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm going to have to look it up all of a sudden because now I'm like, I don't remember his name. You okay, know so, so to clarify. Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård. I'm yeah, sorry. Skarsgård, He's the yeah, Skarsgård family. Yeah. See, I, I love Luthen. I thought Luthen was a great Luthen was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, okay, we're we're in the spoiler uh, territory, by the way. Just, spoiler just territory. Know. Um. I I didn't give the spoiler alert, but so you all know we're in spoiler territory. Anyway, I was watching it with I was watching the finale last night with my wife, and it was so funny because uh, Brenda goes, "I can't wait till Andor kills Luthen." I was like, "What? What? Why would you say that?" And she's like, "Because he was planning on killing Andor." And I go, "Wait a minute!" I says, "Just hold on a second. I go, "You realize Andor and Luthen are the same. They they are the same." Yeah. I go. I go, let's 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 travel back to Rogue One, shall we? I says, in the beginning of Rogue One, what is what does Andor do? He kills that other rebel because the guy can't climb the wall to escape the stormtroopers. He takes him out to save his own butt, you know? I says, and he was also mm. going to kill uh Jen uh Urso's father, uh Galen Urso. Yeah. I go, he does what he has to do to survive and for the rebellion. I says, him and Luthen are the same. I go, if you like Andor, you mm, like Luthen. I like that. Okay. Well, I, I, you know what? I, I, I'm not disagreeing with that, but I feel like Luthen's obsession with the rebellion reminds me a lot of Mace Windu's obsession with, you know, defending Ooh. the Republic. Ooh. Ooh, I, I like that. That's a good you know, I, I I feel like Luthen is more invested in the rebellion where he wanted to get Andor on board because he knew Andor's uh, abilities. Okay. And wanted it, it's almost like he was the manager of a team that wanted that all-star player, you know? He's like, I gotta get I gotta get Andor because this is the guy that's gonna be an asset to this to this team. I love how Chris brings it back to baseball. I don't know. To me, yeah, I, I get it that Luthen and Andor are the same, but I think, you know, Luthen is on a different level with his passion for the rebellion with the well, rebellion. Yeah, at this point, he is. I agree with that. Yeah. But, but then by the time you get to Rogue One, basically, Andor is Luthen. They're the same character. Yes, yeah, yeah, for for sure, for sure. That that was my point to to my wife. I'm like, look, so, if you like Andor, you like Luthen. It's as simple as that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
So would you say for those in the D and D realm, would you say then he's chaotic good when it's all about the cause? And so the, the ends justify the means. I would think so. Yeah. And I would think that he would go all out. Uh, He's invested in, in, in the rebellion so deeply at this point that there is no turning back. You know what I mean? For, for Luthen specifically, Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and I really, really hope that we see even more of his character story in the next one. Uh, one speaking about spoiler alert, I, I do love the fact that they had um, Cassian's mom in yeah. the hologram. Yeah. Talking as oh. She is dead. And then she sparks the yes. fight in the street. I just thought that was, you know. Yeah, that was good. I oh, Yes. Soon as as soon as her hologram came on and she started talking, I looked at Brenda and I go, "This is a call to arms. This is not a funeral. This is a call of a call to arms." Yeah, it's her last wishes. You know, right? She's starting the revolution here. Yes, and I thought that was brilliant. I loved it. To me, that and the prison break; those are the two best moments. Prison break was good. Yeah. The prison breaks where everything started to turn around for me. Yes. That's where I really started to get interested. I really liked the prison break. I thought it was great. And then this moment with the funeral, I was like, oh, you just you took this show up a notch at this point. And and I felt it was setting up season two. I think season two is going to move faster. Um, uh, Make it faster, more intense. (laughs) <laughs> now, here's here's a number one spoiler for you guys. I I let the credits roll. Uh huh. Did you guys see the end at the very very end of the credits? I did. <gasps> I did not. I oh, Stephen skipped I said, it. I should have texted you and told you. <laughs> now is this the only is this the only time that we had seen footage at the end of the credits? And uh, and and or yes, it is. Okay, because I was like, wow, this is. I'm like that. That's really cool that they did that. I'm glad it, it was roll, pretty mind blowing. I loved it. Now, I had my suspicions of what they were building in the prison. I had my suspicions, but I didn't know exactly what it was. And then we find that out in that yes. that little. Clip. Oh, do we? I okay, okay. Cool. Yeah, okay. that was very okay. cool. <laughs> you know, Michael, you you made a point about the prison break. Uh, you know, the one moment for me out of the twelve episodes that really did it for me was, uh, I, I want to say it was in the Eye episode, which might be episode five. That okay. is where they had that you know celestial moment, and they had all the native people of the planet down below, and then they get to the. Guy that reminds me of Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future, the Doctor, <laughs> and Andor is outside with the, the the one guy that was part of the part of their troop, if you will. Okay, and he just keeps talking and talking and talking about like, hey, let's split the money, and then all of a sudden, Cassian shoots him. To me, that is the moment that grabbed me the most of all twelve episodes because it showed. Cassian's true character that he is still loyal to people, even though he goes around killing cops and, 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 and you know, shooting people to, to, to get out of uh, tight situations. I was, I remember just applauding and wiping the tears from my eyes at that moment. Nice. Um, 
Now, that episode was was fantastic. I don't have a problem with the way they portrayed Andor. I thought it was perfect, actually. Yeah, you know, amen to that, man. I thought he it, did. Right. Ca- Cassian lived up to what we see in Rogue One. I, yes, I thought, absolutely. absolutely. You know, I, I thought they did a great job. Um, I just I felt they took too long to get there. For instance, sure. the uh, um, the whole uh, uh, where they're they're going to raid the Empire and steal their their money and all that stuff. It was like it was like two, three, what three episodes to build up to that heist, and I'm sitting here going, "Are you kidding me?" Solo had two heists in it, <laughs> and yeah, it was only sure. it was only just over two hours long, and we had two heists in Solo. You you can't build up to a heist in in a in an episode of this. I, you know, I was like, "Come on, we're we're taking way too long to get to this." I, I I do believe that that was the number one complaint about the show was was the the pace yeah. of it the pace I think you're right yeah as far as now, the people that complain about it not feeling enough like Star Wars I strongly disagree with that I disagree I disagree simply because Cassian Andor feels like Star Wars to me yeah and we see him right from Episode One of twelve I don't think it didn't feel like Star Wars I think it felt like Star Wars it just yeah. felt like slow Star Wars that's all. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That was my only so, complaint. So wait a minute. So what sorry you guys. I took a moment to watch the very ending what you guys talked oh, about. I missed uh, it. <laughs> I was wondering what you were doing over there. I was. I was like, ooh, I gotta watch the end. I can't wait. I want to see what it is. <laughs> nice, nice, very nice. Uh so um so we had so what you guys said, so we had the beginning is you have a heist, a breakout. And then a rebellion. So those are kind of the three parts of the series. Then yeah, that's a good breakdown, actually. So uh, one, one, one more time, you said uh, a, a heist, uh, then a breakout, a prison breakout, and then uh, the rebellion beginning. The uh, uh, I don't know how else to say that a rebellion. That's how I saw a revolution. That, a revolution. Yeah. The revolution yeah. beginning and stuff. And I'm like, okay, if I look, no, at that's that a good view, summary of the entire season. Yeah, right. For sure. But they yeah. could have done that in six episodes, six hours, because Rogue One, Rogue One was two hours. And I mean, that's Tony Gilroy, too. So yeah. uh, so I'm thinking, well, if he could have done it in two hours, how come it took him 12 episodes? And in and, and Chris, just this is one of my gripes that I have on the show about about TV shows taking so they're so drawn out, and um and and I don't know why everyone wants to you know to to pull out so much for things to go so slow nowadays. I'm like, no, just come on, give it, make it the old TV shows. Come on, eighteen, dun 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 dun. dun. You had you had an overarching story that went through the whole season, but each episode was its own encapsulated story with the exciting beginning, the the building middle, you know, and then the great finale. We, and they we, shot just like storm stormtroopers too. They never hit anyone. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, he could have done it in six, and it would have been phenomenal. Because I, yeah. I could get behind the heist. I'm like, ooh, we got a heist. This is going to be good. I'm like, so when are we getting to the heist? When, you know. Well, yeah, I was excited about the heist too. You know, I thought, oh, this is going to be really. And when it really happened, 
it was really good. Yeah, when the, yeah, that episode right. of the heist was good. Finally, when it's oh yay, we're having the heist, and then the whole color spectrum of the meteors or whatever was going on, I thought was just gorgeous. Yeah, um, where they were you, they were escaping with the ship with all the money, all the credits, and all the 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 color meteorites were going on was great. The um, the breakout episode was great. I love that episode. Um, and then the last episode, I, 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 I don't it just, our main character got his I don't, Bix, you know, it got her out, but that was it. There wasn't. And then it's like, okay, now you guys go, you know, he didn't go with them. And then, and then he's up on Luthan ship. And then you don't know what happens to him. But after to me, that. it was more about starting the revolution. That's to me. I mean, th- yeah. that her, her, eulogy or whatever that's that's the height of that episode and she is andor i mean she's her last name's andor Andor. so you could do that yeah right yeah huh okay 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 but now you you don't make a really good point that it it didn't have to be done in 12 episodes you know i i think yeah i I can't argue i can't argue with that you know because at the end of the day you could be like okay well they could have trimmed this out they could have trimmed that out you know i mean think about it obi-wan was six episodes and Mm -hmm. that was you know a lot of people wanted more because it was so good but what if we had 12 episodes of kenobi that might have been a little too much too you know we'll see and and kenobi there was always that how are they going to get to the how do they have time to get to this (laughs) we we only had two more episodes you know that kind of thing you know? In my in my kitchen, there's a there's a, a plaque. This is my wife's plaque, and I love it. It says, "It's by May West," and it says, "Too much of a good thing is wonderful." Oh. Now, fair enough. I don't know if Andor was it was an okay thing, not a good thing. Where Obi Wan was a good thing, and if if they kept up that pace, I think too much would have been wonderful. Of Obi Wan, if that makes sense, because it was yeah, good. Sure. Okay. I think it's just this drawing out the storytelling Ooh. is, I think what what I think the difference is, and uh, um, why they had to make twelve episodes. I just don't know. Um, it's good content. Realistically, it just the pace was rough, and I think that that's really it for me. It was a great Star Wars world. I could live in it once I realized this is meant to be a live-in world, yeah. and seeing people on it. I mean, come on, we got to see a funeral, which we've never. Well, we kind of saw one before, but one that was a little bit more almost half Louisiana-style funerals where people yeah, are yeah. playing in the streets and yeah, stuff. Right. Um, seeing, we got to see more cultural involvement. Um, how people are trying to make it, how people are trying to survive. Um, I'm like, okay, you know, but but it took me 11 episodes to get right. to that point. Yeah. yeah to realize sure. what was behind it. So, okay. Now, before we wrap things up, we, we have to talk about somebody that I thought was incredible, and that's Andy Circus. I mean, having Andy Circus in here and he's not playing a mocap character, uh, he, he is a great actor, you know. And and I, I love all his mocap stuff, but I gotta say it was a nice treat, you know, to see him in a Star Wars movie and not be a mocap character. I thought he was incredible. I loved his character. Yeah, he was. He was. A friend of mine said that he before that episode with the prison break, a friend of mine had said that he 
should get MVP of the show. Oh, I agree. And I agree. at first, but before I saw that season finale, I was like, ah, I don't, I don't know. Right, let's get no. MVP to Luthen. I for sure. Yeah, um, I, I, I vote Luthen MVP. Okay, all right. That's oh, my the vote. end of that episode, the, the the end of the prison break episode, where he said he cannot swim, I was like, okay, all right, he's 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 got a an honorary MVP there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when he said that, all I could think of is all those shows where you know the kids learning how to swim and the dad just throws them off the dock, and I'm like, well, <laughs> just jump, jump, jump. Uh, your your chances of of you know, maybe swimming to learning how to swim immediately and still surviving are going to be higher than they are staying in that prison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sure. so that was my thought. I'm like, why don't you just jump anyway? You know, uh, highlight for me, uh, character wise, uh, when I saw Saw Gerrera, when I saw Forrest Whitaker, yes, that yes. was like, Oh my God, that, that was, that, that was amazing. It was kind of something that I expected something that I was waiting for. Sure. Um, mm, good call. Such a good actor. Was he in it enough? Not in my opinion, but I think we're going to see him a lot in the next season for sure. I wanted more of Saw and I wanted more of Tubes. Oh yeah. More of Tubes. <laughs> for, for sure. Yeah, and I loved cool. it. I loved it when <laughs> Luthen's messing with Saw and he goes, yeah, you're right. I have an inside man. It's Tubes. It's Tubes. Right. Tubes informed <laughs> me. <of everything. laughs> and Tubes is like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Luther takes Tubes' gun, run off his holster, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> you know that, that scene before we saw, before we saw Forrest Whitaker as Saw, we saw the X-wing, we saw Tubes outside. It was like this buildup, and then we see Luther with Saw Guerrero. So it was like that was a really, that was one of my favorite moments from the series, just because. That was as close to a Rogue One tie-in as you could probably possibly get right there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now mm -hmm. I think if I was to actually go back and rewatch any of these episodes, I would probably rewatch the Prison Break episodes, the Saw Guerrero episode, and the Revolutionary episode. Those would be the ones that mm -hmm. I would actually be willing to rewatch. Uh, other than that, I don't think I even need anything else from this series. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Wow. All right. It's just my opinion. No. Okay. No. I. Those were the best. The best three out of the thing. It's so funny when you were talking about mocap with Andy Circus and, and being a great mocap actor, and he is, and he is a good actor. I've seen him other yeah, stuff. He is really good. He is really good. I think. I, I think he is the most uh, one of our most underrated actors out there because great. Yeah, that acting is what makes him a great mocap air, you know, guy. Yeah. So my brain went to Gollum, and then my brain went to huh, the the extended edition of the Lord of the Rings trilogy is twelve hours. I think I got more out of that than I did the Andor series. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I I love I love the uh, 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 whole Hobbits or not Hobbit, but Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. But man, it is it is hard to watch all of that. <laughs> that's oh. that's a lot. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's twelve hours. The extended it. edition yeah. is twelve hours, and I thought, man, a lot more happened storytelling wise and action wise than happened in the thing. And I'm not trying to disparage Andor. I'm sorry. I'm just doing a comparison. That's probably not fair. I'm sorry, because it is two different realms. One's fantasy, one sci-fi. Sure. Sure. Um, the uh, but Andor. 
gosh, Mike, you got me thinking the three, those three episodes. Yeah. I probably could easily go back and not Steve and skip and watch those three. Well, b- before we started recording, I, I kept thinking, would I go back and want rewatch this? Oh, fair. I mean, right. I'm willing to go back and rewatch pretty much all of Mandalorian, you know, both seasons. Oh, um, okay. I'm willing to rewatch most of Boba Fett and I'm willing to rewatch all of Obi-Wan, no matter what, eventually. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. But this one, I was like, well, I don't think I would rewatch it. And then I'm sitting there thinking, well, you know, these episodes I really did enjoy. So if I was going to rewatch anything, those would be the ones that I would rewatch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I rewatched the first four episodes because I would watch them before I watched it with my wife. And I feel like the way that my brain works, I feel like I want to go back and rewatch mm-hmm. Andor because there was some, maybe it was the pace, I don't know, but there was some things in there that I might have not have understood with just sure. a, of a first <gasps> viewing, you know? Oh. Yeah. Okay. More layers, you know, maybe a little bit more with the politics, maybe a little bit more with the, uh, mm. the, the depth of, of the rebellion kind of thing. Um, cause my wife was like, I don't understand what's going on. And I'm like, well, I, I get what's going on, but I'm like, I can see how you don't understand what's going on. And I said, right. I, well, I yeah, back. you know, when, yeah, when, someone who's a casual, Star Wars watcher. Yeah, I could see where they'd be completely lost in this. Because yeah. there were moments where I got lost. And, you know, I'm sure, a sure. Star Wars fan. Yeah, I, so I, I feel like going back and rewatching it just to kind of... Okay. You know, God, it took me a, it took me several viewings to watch episode one. And, and then I was like, oh, okay, I get what's going on here. You know? Um, okay. I So I would go back and rewatch it for that for, for that kind you know, to, to, to kind of re-get it again. You know what I mean? Right. Gotcha. Understood. All right. So I, I'm so sorry, you guys, my brain's still processing the end, the very end, the, the last after credit scene or mid credit, whatever the after credit scene you guys were talking about. So I went through and I got to thinking, Holy cow. If that's what they were making, the empire is ruthless. Yeah. That's how they got their labor done. To make the Death Star. So if oh spoilers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so if if they were just putting people into prison, because remember he was saying you remember when Andor got arrested and he was like, I didn't do anything. And he got six years. He's like, six years, I didn't do anything. I thought, yeah, that's kind of over the top. But then I began to realize that's how the the Empire was getting their labor was putting people in jail and they're never getting out. And they didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. And and even the whole episode about being in the prison reinforce it or really it's the setup to really understand that the Empire doesn't care. They don't care about you. They yeah. just want we got to get these widgets, man. Got to get them done. We got to get them done now. Which brings me back to Return of the Jedi when at the beginning they're the whole thing about, you know, making the Death Star and like, well, you know, Darth Vader's like your production is slow or something. And he's like, you know, well, we'll double our efforts. You know, the oh, emperor is yeah, coming yeah. and all. And I thought, oh man, well, how that trickles, how that trickles downhill. And all those people in prison who 
sorry, you got to You got to double your efforts, everybody, you know, or you're going to get the zap from the, you know, you're going to get zapped and stuff. So, you know, one, one of the things that I want to mention, because I, I did not get a chance to even do this on my own show. Um, but I thought it was ironic that they were searching for Andor for a long time. In, mm-hmm. You know, in the first handful of episodes. Yeah. Right. And he's done bad things uh, for obvious reasons and whatnot. But when they catch him, it's just, it's almost like karma in a way. Uh, he didn't do anything at that point that he was arrested, but somebody was looking for him for a very, very, very long time. Uh, and I just thought that was, that was kind of, you know, irony the way that he did get, get arrested. Uh, one more thing, man, you know, there, there, there are a lot of good moments of this, of this show. Yes. I, there are the, the female, uh, the blonde haired um, lady with the, with the white Imperial suit. Oh, oh name, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Her name escapes me. And I don't feel that bad Do because you, I know Jason. Um, Swank, uh, from rebel force radio. After a viewing or two, he still doesn't know the character's name. So this is Vel. Vel Vel Sartha. Yeah, I was yes. trying to find it on IMDb. I have IMDb open. I try to have it open for all these, and I haven't even been paying attention to it. <laughs> but I thought she was going to die. You know, during when oh, she was getting trampled, uh, and yeah. when they had the one guy that we've been following for a long time, right. and he saved her. Cyril. I, that was a good. That was a good moment. That was and that was moment. actually the most interesting thing he'd done throughout the whole series. Now, it <laughs> definitely questions his motive, right? It right. does, yes. Because, I, honestly, I hated his character. I did not like him. I did not like him, but I feel like I did not like him because the acting was so good that he was not a likable character. I agree. And the actor uh, gets the award when you hate a character that people are not yes. sure like. good point good point oh, oh oh the isb officer is deidra deidra miro deidra. my okay. bad deidra, deidra yes. yeah she did a great job she was really good I, that's I, the i liked her so again a lot a lot, a lot, of, a lot, of, lot, of, lot of good acting in the show a lot of good a- now Steven, uh, i gotta ask you you asked me for my help before we went around this this table i uh, i didn't help you it seems like no <laughs> can i change your mind i can tell you why rogue one is the best star wars movie but i don't believe i can do that with andor because i feel like people are just so strong with their opinions simply based on the pace of the show yeah i i came in really thinking i was really gonna poo poo on the show i really did and 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 I was like, oh, I'm so glad Mike was able to get Chris to come on the show. This is going to be great. And it has been great to have you. And I thought for sure he can help give me perspective being being for me, one of the most quintessential Star Wars fans that I know. And I was like, he can help give me perspective on the show of what it is and why it is. And that's what I needed help with. And I love getting your viewpoint. Um, I, I think that, yeah, it was slow. Um, but I think a little bit more a perspective on what is Andor and what is this show. And I love how you started off with, well, I read this article with Tony Gilroy, you know, <laughs> no, it helps set the tone for sure. Uh, you know, Chris, it, yeah. I, I think you've helped us, honestly. Yes. Um, I, I, I do look at it in a different light after talking to you. Um, I mean, I'm not going to change my score on it. I, I still, I still give it a six and a half, 
But after all of us discussing this, I, I think there was more in it I liked than I originally thought I liked. Sure, so, sure. You know, I can see that. Well, I'm uh, glad I was able to help. Yeah, so that, that's a help. <laughs> that's a help. <laughs> it's still not my favorite oh, Star Wars, though. I can't and, take that away from you. And and uh, I, I'll still rank it above the sequel trilogy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get a little dig in on the sequel trilogy. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not the only one. I know. Apparently, I'm the <laughs> out when it comes to that. But you know, th- <laughs> there are aspects of the sequel trilogy I enjoy. There are pieces of the sequel, but as a whole, I hate it. <laughs> and I can't, I can't, I can't take that away from you. I, I can't. Yeah, that's awesome. You'll ever help me with that one. <laughs> Oh man. Well, Hey, we are reaching, woo, we are overtime, man. I haven't I mean, looked at the clock until now. Wow. Yeah, We got, we got a second, um, uh, Chris, to record too. we do Chris. I just want to say thank you. Thanks so much for being with yes. us. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Um, everybody, I want to make sure, please check out, go to YouTube, put it in search for mocktails from the cantina. So M A C H T a I L S mocktails. Um, it will pop right up. You'll, you'll see it. It, uh, Chris, I think it's under your YouTube channel. Is it Christian? Yes. It, that's the, that's Christian the channel. Without the H yes. C R I S T I A N mocked is, is the name of the, uh, the channel. That started a long time ago and I never changed it. So, uh, yeah, well, that's you guys know the show is a personal journey. As uh, the documentary yep. projects are as well. So why, why not have yep. the channel named after yep. myself? I guess. Sure. Um, and I want to encourage everybody to watch the documentaries. They, You're right. They aren't on Prime anymore, but you can rent them for two bucks and they're worth the two dollars. Um, the I I really enjoyed those because part of it is, is I think we're all, you know, all three of us around the same age bracket here. And we're all like, yep, we grew up with it. And yep. It's like we're taking the journey with you. Yeah. And so thank you for doing those in all openness. Thank you. Hey, I, I, hey you're, you're more than welcome, man. I'm glad that, uh, you know, that's the general feedback that uh, that I've gotten over the, the, the handful of years that these things were released. And, um, you know, it's uh, to me at the end of the day, that is that's that's why I did it, you know, for people to feel like they're part of the the, the story as well, you know. Yep. Yep. That is good. All right. Having me back on the show again, it's, it's been, it was fun before and it was even more fun now. So I appreciate that. Well, Chris, oh, you're welcome. Was anytime. Much it more was better this time. Better. <laughs> Not saying last time was bad, but this was great. It's great having you with us. Hey, likewise, sure. man. Cheers to you guys. Yep. All right, Mike. Well, I'll let you roll us out. Okay. With that said, make sure to go like us on Facebook, um, YouTube, um, you know, the, the spew on YouTube, like the video, click the little bell, you know, get their, get our notifications, all that good stuff that all the YouTubers say. Um, it does help the algorithms. We appreciate it. Our Facebook, uh, page seems to be growing quite a bit. Uh, I've gotten quite a bit of good response on some of my posts on Facebook. I appreciate you guys doing that. Um, and you can always leave us a comment uh, either on Facebook or you can even send us an email at uh, Stephen. Can you put that up? Show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Show at twogeeksmike.com. Show yeah. at two geeks number two. 
geeksbike.com. If you got something to say to us, if you liked something that we did, if you didn't like something that we did, if you want to request that we cover something, that's the place to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. And other than that, uh, you can get merch. We have uh, over on our web page, we have a merch page that you can get to and uh, Christmas is coming up and even the merch helps us to uh, um, fund the show. Fund the show. Yeah. Pay for all this extra stuff. (laughs) But more importantly, go follow us on Kofi. Uh, Kofi will yeah. also help uh, support the show and you get extra content over on Kofi. In fact, Stephen and yep. I are brainstorming our Christmas. Uh, well, yeah, I guess it's still classic sci-fi or Christmas it's, classic sci-fi Kofi only. Right. Um, I think right. we'll, 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 we won't announce it just yet, but. We got okay. we got something we're brainstorming. On so that just for those that don't know, Kofi, uh, K-O-F-I, Kofi, some say coffee, uh, bias a coffee on Kofi is how we say it. But um, it's just like Patreon, but it's just a, it's just a different platform. We like it much more better. Ooh, much more better. We like it much more better. Right. <laughs> Hope, hopefully they take less money too. Patreon's a doozy, man, with the fees that they take. Oh my goodness. They do. That's yes. why we go with Kofi. That's why we went. You know. It's like it's like $69 a year. And then the only fees out after that are like the the credit card transaction fees, which right. would be anywhere. Yeah. Kind of for sure. So yeah, you can't get around that. So all right. So yeah. So with that said. Uh, again, thank you, Chris. We really appreciate having you on. You are a blast every yep. time. Thank you. Every time. Thank you. And also, thank you to and our. He's sponsor. like this on his show. Everybody, oh yeah, yeah. watch his show. He's just like it's great. <laughs> and a big thank you to our sponsor, Audible. We appreciate you very much. Yep. So, with that said, over and out. And K two S O still not in this season. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 